Hey, hey, this is episode 12, Embracing Your Own Humanness. This podcast is for parents that want solutions, not just sympathy for the many personal struggles that come with raising children with special needs. Welcome to Parents Have Special Needs Too, and I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. All right. So this week I was thinking about the concept of humanness. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about being human and specifically in regards to parenting, right? And for us, parenting, not just our children with atypical growth, but our children that have different abilities and different ability sets that inhibit them from growing as our other kids do. So our kids with special needs. Wow, that was a long way of saying that. But there you go. Um, so something I've noticed, and perhaps you have too, is that as parents, we often have this expectation of showing up in a way that does not involve being human, right? This idea that we want to show up almost perfectly and maybe not perfectly, but we want to show up in a way, I guess, that can get a specific outcome, whether it's we want to just make sure that we're not damaging our children, right? We want to help them be the best people they can be so they don't grow up and turn around and go, my mom did this and this and this, and I wish that she didn't, or I wish that she would have done this, or my dad, la la la, you know, the same type of thing. He should have done this, but he didn't, and I wish he would have done that. And it's got me thinking a lot about how much pressure we put on ourselves and perhaps even the pressure that we still put on our parents as we look at our own childhoods and what we wish our parents did or didn't do for us or what they should or should have done, but they didn't. And now we're suffering from all of this emotional upheaval um, that's, that's making it hard for us to progress in our own lives. So we didn't, and we don't want to do that to our children, right? So because of that desire, we tend to place a ton of pressure on ourselves to show up a certain way. And oftentimes that excludes the idea that we are still human and still along our own path of progression, meaning I shouldn't be on my phone this long. My kids shouldn't see me on my phone, even though I'm doing business or I'm getting connected, you know, with friends or family or, or, you know, whatever reason that you're on there. Some of it is good and purposeful and others of it is just wasting time. And some of it's doing research. You know, there's a lot of reasons why we're on our devices or it could be busy with something else, or it could be I'm actively involved with my child, but I often find that I'm frustrated or getting angry and I shouldn't be that way right? I should always show up and being kind and compassionate and understanding and all of these things so that they know that I love them, right? We're looking for that outcome of I show up this way. My child knows I love them. They have less problems growing up than I had now as an adult because of my childhood kind of patterns, if that's making sense, if I'm explaining it clearly. Anyway, when we create this idea of what a good mom or dad does, what a good parent looks like, we often do not include 
the humanness that is still in us. We often do not include the struggles that we still have. We often just go straight to, this is how I should be showing up. And then we place an enormous amount of pressure on ourselves to show up that way almost immediately. And I've noticed that I can tell I'm doing this when I spend a lot of mental and emotional energy beating myself up. So when I'm spending time feeling bad for doing something that I didn't know I was doing. For example, when Elizabeth was around eight months old is when we started to notice that she was having um, thriving issues, so failure to thrive. And so that's when we started seeing nutritionists and we put her on this like super milk formula that was supposed to really help her gain weight but it wasn't working, right? And we didn't know why. So all of us, including the doctors, were going and doing several different tests and several different things. And it took a while, like several months, to figure out that she was aspirating. And before we even figured out she was aspirating, we had been hospitalized for pneumonia um, because that milk that she was drinking was getting into her lungs and getting her sick, and she was spending all of her time trying to fight off this infection that was inside of her. But we had no idea. And because of this, because of the malnutrition she was experiencing, it ended up affecting her brain development. So when we went to get an MRI, she did not have the typical brain development. In fact, her brain wasn't growing. It had stopped growing or had had reduced significantly. So it wasn't filling out like it should. And this has caused years of developmental delay, right? I spent a lot of time thinking if I had just paid better attention, if I had just done more research online, if I wasn't so involved with these other things in my life at the time, perhaps I would have been able to catch that. You see that I was going back in time beating myself up emotionally, feeling bad about something I didn't know. Now, it's super easy for someone on the outside to be like, oh, well, of course you didn't know. Like, give yourself a break. But on the day-to-day basis, when you're dealing with the aftermath of that, it's a lot harder to write it off and be like, eh, you know, I, I just didn't know. And so we're good. We're good. No, because you're still dealing with, oh, now we got to get a G-tube. Now we got to still go to the doctors. And now I have to figure out all of these different things and go to see therapists and in order to help her thrive. And so you kind of always have that reminder of, yeah, I had no idea. And now I'm dealing with the aftermath of that. So it's one example, right? But another example is, hey, The doctors are telling me exactly now what I can do to help my daughter by implementing this therapy. But the truth is, is when I go home, I am tired and exhausted and I don't want to do it. And I, I feel overwhelmed. I feel so overwhelmed at all the different therapies that we're doing that I can't get myself to implement a simple 10 minute exercise, five minute exercise. And that overwhelm, it's like, well, I, sh- I shouldn't be overwhelmed, right? If I really cared about my daughter, I would get up off this couch and stop looking at Facebook 
and or whatever social media everyone's on these days and sit down with my daughter and help her. I mean, she's there. She's right there. Why am I not doing this? And so that's another form of beating yourself and not not giving yourself any leeway for realizing it's because you're human and you're experiencing these human emotions and you probably actually have a really good reason for why you're feeling overwhelmed and why you don't want to do it, right? But we don't tend to create space. We just beat ourselves up and say, a good parent would get up off this couch and get down there on the floor and do the therapy exercises that I've been asked to do with her because it will help her. So something that over the years as I have gone through multiple self beatings, if that's what you want to call it, that sounds yeah, about right, I guess. <laughs> I have been practicing something I like to call embracing my own humanness. Okay. And I wrote, I'm just going to read straight to you out of the notes that I wrote down. Um, so that hopefully it'll make more sense than me just kind of rambling on, but who knows, maybe it won't make more sense, but here we go. Embracing your own humanness. Yes, you are ruining your child and that's okay. Yes, you love your children and child. Yes, you love you and your lovable self. Yes, you are a good parent and a bad parent too. And that's okay. We were never meant to be the kind of parents that get it right and don't mess up our kids. It doesn't mean that we don't try to improve ourselves and help heal the damage that we caused, but there's absolutely no upside to only believing that you are a bad parent. There's absolutely no upside to only believing that you're messing up your kids. I may even venture to say that if you are believing those things, only that you are... Oh, if you are believing those things only, you are believing a lie. Because you are not acknowledging other things that you are doing that are also true. You're not taking into account the times when you did show up as the parent that you wanted to be. You were ignoring the times that you helped foster healing for your child and yourself. There are two sides to every story. Let's acknowledge both of them. All right, that's the end of the notes. But if your brain is freaking out a little bit right now and it's kind of like, no, that doesn't make any sense. That's not going to work if I let in the bad, then I'm going to stop trying to be good. Or if I, you know, it just might take over. I get it. I get it. But let me offer you something. I have found when I embrace the fact that, yeah, I really struggle in these areas, but also I'm got strengths in these areas. And when I let go of the outcome of my child, when I let go of the idea that my child needs to, to show up this way in order to have a good life. I mean, we already feel that so far out of our reach when we have children that have different abilities or are inhibited in different ways because of their special needs. There's already, it, it's all out of our control anyway. So why am I trying to control it? Where is the control? The control is here with me and how I show up as the parent, as the parent I want to be for my child. That's where my control is. But if I'm at war with myself, I'm spending my energy being at war with myself and I'm not showing up as my best self anyway. And so let's step back and kind of paint a picture that's more realistic that when we show up, 
it's not going to look like daisies and rainbows in this perfect picture all the time. It's going to look like a combination of the both. It's going to look like anger and frustration and patience and kindness mixed in there together. Now, I've noticed that as I have taken time to use the some of the tools that I've talked about in past podcasts and other ones that I'll suggest in the future, when I take time to use journaling and other um, mental and emotional tools, I find that I spend more time and I embrace my humanness mostly, right? That I'm spending more time in the area of love and compassion than I am in the area of anger and frustration and overwhelm. And that's because if I can learn to embrace my own humanness, I can also do that for my kids. If I can learn to embrace both sides of my being, of my story about what it looks like to be a good parent, then I can show up as the parent that I want to more often than not. So the next time you find yourself feeling frustrated that you didn't do something a certain way or frustrated that you got angry or lashed out or frustrated that, you know, whatever it is, that you did the thing that you didn't want to do again, that you take a step back and go, you know what? Good parents do that sometimes. I want to offer that that's an option for you to have that kind of perspective. You know what? Good parents do that sometimes. Good parents do the best they can And their kids can still turn out to have emotional issues. Let me tell you, there's not a person that I don't know that doesn't have them anyway. And they come from all sorts of backgrounds. From having parents that seemed to do it all right. And parents that seemed to mess it all up. And both of those kids from both of those homes still show up having some sort of emotional trauma as adults. So how about we stop of trying to avoid that from our kid, that happening to our kids and instead focus on showing up and connecting with them as best we can. And when we connect with our own humanness and, and have the, the, the option of thinking, I messed up really bad today. Today was a bad day. But that good parents do that sometimes. And then other days it's, wow, you know what? Today was a great day. Like I was a little less angry and I was a little more kind. Good parents do that. And to realize that you are the exact parent you need to be right now. And that there's no upside to beating yourself up because you're not different. There's no upside to being in the future wishing that you were that parent already. Because you're not, you're not there, you're here. So be here, embrace who you are now, and then do the things that you want to do to improve and be okay with the process that it's going to take time. I want to offer to you that all those are options to you. And that if you decide to do that, that all the negative things that you're scared of doing, they don't tend to take over. You don't tend to just lash out in anger and be crazy pants angry all the time. There's a lot of good in all of us. And most of the time when we are lashing out, 
and frustration and anger and we're feeling overwhelmed and depression and anxiety, we usually have a really good reason for it. We're not just being irrational. So take some time and have some compassion. Ask yourself, why? Why am I doing this? Why do I feel this way? Why am I showing up this way? And you often will find that you do have a good reason. And if you're willing to step back and give yourself some space to be human, you'll access more creativity to be able to solve the problem, to be able to bring yourself into a space where you're more often peaceful, kind, generous, or whatever other, however else it is you want to show up, you can do that. It's all there. It's all available to you, my friends. And it's awesome. So if you want to look in the mirror and be like, hey, human, how you doing today? We're going to embrace all the things today. And at the end of the day, we're going to go, hey, human, you're still human and you're still good. And yeah, you mess it up, but you're still good. We got this. Okay. I love you guys. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back next Friday with another podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Take care.